Welcome to the e-commerce growth show brought to you by Segmentify, the fast, lean learning machine, the fastest learning, most revenue generating personalization platform for e-commerce. Well, welcome to the e-commerce growth show. It's going quick and uh, I'm fresh in the lockdown near Bristol, still in the middle of the COVID thing. Um, if you hear any uh, children shouting about like banshees, sorry about that. They're um, still being homeschooled, um, which is still going really, really well. Um, they're on their mid-morning break, which has just been fueled by hot chocolate and about 15 marshmallows. So it's going to be uh, going to be fun for mum. Anyway, um, I would love to welcome my guest today, and it is Matt Wilkinson. So Matt is a very experienced head of e-commerce. Um, 20 years experience, I'm told, and um, currently has been working at Arlo and Jacob. And I mentioned has uh, because sadly, at the moment, anyway, um, the company has uh, sadly gone to administration, but we're going to hear all about the story behind that uh, shortly. Um, Matt is a uh, classically trained graphic designer by trade, so didn't come into e-commerce from the IT angle, so has much more kind of marketing and graphics-led expertise. Uh, has run agency side 10 years and even ran one, I believe, for six years, uh, building hundreds of sites. And actually, it's a great connection with us because yeah, he is a massive advocate of CRO um, and how that is associated with design. So I'm really keen to hear all about Matt's um, experience. Hi, Matt. Phil, good morning. And um, thank you for the Hello. intro. Uh, I think that makes as good a picture as we can, but thank you. <laughs> Not at all. So just an opening question. Um, obviously, I mentioned Arlo and Jacob in the intro. Um, tell, tell us more about the backstory of that. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of a short uh, short cycle, but quite an interesting one. So I joined uh, the guys at Arlo and Jacob over in Fulham in January. And um, yeah, seem to have great prospect there. For people who don't know, they're a sort of up and coming furniture retailer, five showrooms across the UK. Um, doing some really cool stuff, some really great furniture. But unfortunately, um, beginning of April, the one of the group, one of the companies in the group of companies that we're part of, unfortunately um, got into trouble with the Laura Ashley situation. So Laura Ashley unfortunately right. went bust, mm. uh, owing us two million quid. Oh, man. And, um, so we, unfortunately, at the bottom of, of all of that, had the sort of the virtual rug pulled from underneath us. And uh, yeah, very, very yeah. sadly, three yeah. months in, um, doing starting to do some great stuff and uh, mm -hmm. they had to pull down the shutters temporarily. So, but uh, there may be a silver lining to it. We're, we're hopeful sure. that uh, somebody might come in and rescue us. I'm sort of uh, hearing some early signs that something might be happening. So, um, Hopefully, there, there could be a silver lining to that. Um, yeah. Fingers crossed. Yeah. But, uh, watch this space, or more importantly, watch my LinkedIn profile. <laughs> yeah, no, sure, sure. Well, um, so in terms of like uh, an overarching theme for today's chat, um, let, let's talk about um, what we could be focusing on now as an e-com retailer, um, particularly as businesses coming back to at least a degree um, where obviously Boris just yesterday, I think, was talking about this sort of phased um, relaxation of the lockdown. Indeed. So what, what, do you, what, what do you think we should be doing right now? 
I think ultimately this has been a fantastic time for e-commerce mm. people as a whole. I mean, we've seen mm. certain industries uh, explode and as people have continued to want to shop and have continued to want to buy and mm. their only way of doing that has been online. So yeah, some online retailers, it's it's been an absolutely fantastic time. Uh, yeah, completely. And I think as as business, we've got to get business back open. You know, we've got to get the mm. high street back open. But I think it has changed the way uh, we shop and do things even more. And so, yeah, digital commerce, I think, has definitely come under the fo- even more focus than it usually has. Uh, mm. So I think it's a fantastic opportunity for people to really take stock of what they've got and to really get it working and get it working well for them. So really mm. look under the hood and really understand what you've got. Uh, and something I used a lot, you know, what does success look like? Ask yourself, what does success look like? Do you know what success looks like? Cause mm. you should, and then set those mm. goals and, and continually improve on it. So mm. great time. Uh, actually, mm. I think quite a lot of positivity um, coming out of this hope commercially, uh, mm. You know, coming out, of, I think it should be an exciting yeah. time for for all us digital sure. people. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like you alluded to, it's clearly um, split, right? Um, in terms of some businesses doing incredibly well, others clearly falling off a cliff, right? I mean, I was just buying up stuff myself, you know, um, getting bits and pieces for the garden. You know, got some cushions or something for. You know, so I'm looking at some of these brands are going to be absolutely inundated with with business, and others not. What 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 what's the sort of advice to those guys that are trying to trade through a difficult period right now? I think this is a time when you've really, if you're not an analytics person, get into mm. your analytics because I think you've really got to understand and see what's going on. But I think you've got to really look beyond the obvious. And I'll give you an example. So, obviously, traffic to your website has and will have declined majority wise obviously there'll be some that that would have increased but by the general sense most people you know we saw Arlo and jacob we saw our traffic just slowly Mm. falling off a cliff and you'll see that but but what's really happening underneath people are actually becoming slightly more determined to what they want to buy so actually you may see slightly shorter buying times you know people have Mm. Are doing maybe less research are coming onto a website they know what they want they want to buy it and they become a little bit more focused and determined so whilst it's easy for us to sort of throw throw a panic and you know my traffic's dropped by 50 60 70 80 percent mm. have a look to see what else is happening underneath it have a look to see uh, is your conversion rate improving because of that traffic and it probably has are people coming back less and buying quicker so there should be some mm. positives in there so it's a question of just Understanding your data beyond just what you're seeing on the surface, have a—you've got to look underneath this, what the big sort of go-to. I've seen a couple of things on LinkedIn recently, you know, where people are saying, you know, they've seen massive increase in their PPC over their organic, and again, it, it's easy for people to be sold that, but you've got to look under the hood to really understand what's happening. Has there been yeah. a change in devices? You know, more people on mobile to desktop has it gone back to slightly more desktop or laptop usage because people are at home now not necessarily out mm. and about again conversion rates historically are better on desktop and laptop than they are on mobile so again look at that look at your demographics you've mm. got to dig deep to to see what's working and not working and not necessarily mm. be panicked by what you're mm. seeing at the surface so 
That's sure. my big thing. Get get into the data and, and really understand what's going on. Sure. So there's a couple of things for me there. I mean, first of all, um, you know, when you talk about data, you know, what data? Um, I mean, me as a, a non, you know, not directly in your world, obviously working in a tech supplier. Um, what does it mean in terms of what that data is? And then in terms of like the the way in which you use the data, like, so would you be reacting differently because there's more, you know, for example, more people on desktop than mobile or whatever? Could you tell me, you know, a bit more about the data and then how you might react in a different scenario where data is different or something? Yeah, there's a couple of ways of answering that. I mean, I think when yeah. I talk about data, I'm talking about Google Analytics. We should all have access to Google Analytics and we should all be using Google Analytics and making sure it's set up correctly because yeah. it's important that, that you can have Google Analytics or GA, as we like to call it, yeah. set up. But if you've got your e-commerce working correctly, are you making sure that it's not double tracking? You know, you've got to make... And so it's about looking at your Google Analytics data and then marrying that with your mm-hmm. back-end uh, e-commerce store data and make sure the two are at least... You know, you'll never probably get them 100% together, but you will, should get them within a sort of plus or minus 5%. And it, yeah. you know you're in the right ballpark. Um, break it down by day or by an hour, depending on the volume of uh, mm-hmm. e-commerce you're doing. Mm-hmm. So... And then out of that, then I would start looking to see how you can start building hypotheses. So this is where the sort of CRO and the testing and the understanding comes. So, so start building some hypotheses around. And, and those are just challenges. Challenge yourself to sort of say, yeah, if I've got more traffic coming to this device at this time of day, how should my site look? Am I giving the, the, that target audience, that cohort of users, am I giving them the right message at the right time? So I think it's a fantastic opportunity here. And we've all spoken about personalization for a long, long, long while. But are we yeah. using personalization? You know, not many people are actually using personalization unless you're Amazon or somebody. So and, yeah. and tools like yourself, uh, and there are lots of tools to market and either separately or, or CMSs mm. that should allow you to look at your cohorts and start um, making yeah. content the right shape you know, the right design at the right time of day, depending on gender, mm. time, whatever you want to do. Um, that there are huge opportunities out. So start build, use the data to start building your hypothesis to challenge yourself in different scenarios. Uh, and I think that's, and it comes to something else I use a lot. I use sort of a design thinking kind of base framework where you should mm-hmm. force yourself to continually, you know, it's that continual improvement. You know, it's, it's not a question of just building a mm. site and they will come. You've got to look at that site and continually learn what people are doing and, and build those hypotheses on a weekly basis. So that that would be my first step and my first sort of target. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's interesting. I mean, I totally get that. Is it is it hard to have that almost athletic kind of mindset in that role doing that with the the everyday job of being an e-commerce manager or a head of e-commerce? Is it possible? Do you know what I mean? Because It's a really good question, uh, Phil. It's a, it's a very good question. Um, and I think different people do it in different ways. So uh, I can give you what I use. Uh, I'm not saying this is everybody's yeah. cup of tea. So I'm a big fan of something called Trello. It's an online sort of okay. organizational tool that yeah. most have heard about. Um, mm. What I love about it is that you can just build a small backlog of ideas. And then basically you can use it. You can effectively, if you're a sprint person, you can sprint groom it. 
Um, if you're just a normal person, you've got a list of things and you just you you just work yeah. through, you know, as you have an idea, an idea will pop into your head at any given time during the day. And you yeah. just need somewhere where you can log it. So yeah. Trello, I can go to Trello. I've got it on my mobile phone. I've got it on my laptop. You know, I can pretty yeah. much yeah. drop an idea into Trello in, in seconds. And yeah. then I can basically yeah. let that idea grow. Mm. So you're mm. kind of seeding. You're seeding your CRO. Mm. Um, and you need to seed it with ideas. And you may not have an idea for five days. You might have an idea every hour. And, and again, that allows different people to work in different ways. Um, and you can yeah. build and then prioritize your your hypothesis and decide what you think may have the best impact and then just get start testing just just get mm. out there you know um, mm. you don't mm. need to spend money or you can spend money um you know there's, there's yeah. google optimize which is a fantastic tool but i would recommend anybody looking to yeah. get into that space should have a go yeah. and have a look at they have a great catalog of how to do things and then there's a multitude of platforms and tools um above that that one can jump into but no uh, so that's how i do it just uh, idea comes into my head and uh, i capture it in trello and then i build it build it from there i can share it with a team or i can keep it to myself yeah i suppose that's a great way i mean i i'm the same actually i mean i i can't do anything without you know some weird stuff that i do to try and keep track of all the you know information (laughs) which is flowing around all over the place i mean i use weirdly my google calendar um, to chuck all sorts of stuff in so that each day it's staring me in the face. But I know loads of people use Trello and other work management sort of tools. They're allowed. Um, you've got, you know, everybody, yeah. if you're into sort of big sprints, you know, you've got the whole Jira yeah. if you want to get stuck into it. But Jira, I have a love-hate. Who doesn't have a love-hate yeah. relationship with Jira? Um, yeah. You know, it's great, but you can get lost in it, which is why, and, uh, and, and there are other tools. So, yeah, loads of options yeah. in that space. Yeah, no, completely. But the good thing about it, I suppose, is that, you know, when you do have, as we all do, if we're busy people, dynamic, ambitious, you know, trying to get get the best out of life, you know, you, you've got to find a way of navigating around the fact that you've got stuff that will come in sideways and smack you on the side of the head and you've got to drop tools and do it compared to the, the, the stuff that you want to get on with and do. Um, so I think having almost like a... Well, I like to call it like an athletic mindset, you know, like you, you look at your job like it's your, you know, your, um, you're an athlete and you can, you have these tools to be able to streamline yourself so that you can make sure you stay in control of all the stuff that's going on and still be able to handle then if something comes in like a curveball or whatever, and you've got to, you've got to crack on and change direction momentarily, you know. There's, and um, there's something else that I, that I use to, two things I was going to sort of say off the back yeah. of that, I'm a big fan of, um, sort of conversion center design and um i don't take full yeah. credit for this actually i follow a guy called ollie gardner from unbounce who's okay. very very well known in this space but sure there are seven so he talks about seven key principles to conversion center design and i would really recommend mm-hmm. anybody listening to go and have a look at that because it mm-hmm. really those seven principles give you a really great opportunity to think about and give what you're doing a little bit of science and a little bit of structure because we often and i found in sort of yeah. boardrooms and c-suite you know design and is everything in the bio, you know in the eye of the beholder so if you're able to put a little bit of science to it um that massively yeah. helps massively massively helps because it gives you a reason mm. to say well I've, i want to change this page or i want to do this experiment and mm. i want to do it because actually based on the seven principles of ccd it says that i should do that outside mm. of that it's also just make time to go and do 
don't need to do sort of full day conferences, but I'm quite a big fan of going to sort of breakfast webinars or seminars that you're lots of sort yeah. of um, CRO age, you know, companies probably like yourself. Well, when we get back yeah. to being a little bit more, uh, yeah. being able to move about, um, yeah. you know, often yeah. did quite a few sort of uh, morning webinars and uh, seminars and they're great places that you can just take mm. yourself out of, out of your day job, sit there listening to other people and what they've done. And it's amazing yeah. how many ideas that sort of sparks. You've, you've got to, mm. it's so easy for us to become self-contained in our own environments. It's yeah. good to just get out. So I try and get out every other month mm. just to do something and, and get inspired. Mm. I really, really recommend that. Yeah, no, that's brilliant. And actually that's really encouraging for me to hear that because I don't often hear from the other side because obviously as a business like Segmentify or all the other tech providers out there, actually, you know, they're always talking about how, you know, we'll put a breakfast on or we'll do this webinar, we'll do this, we'll do that. And you think always, it's always coming from the sales side. You know, it's always a sales machine saying, right, how do we get more leads? How do we get more leads? You know, we've got to do this, <laughs> we've got to do that. Absolutely. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm just being honest, you know, that's from my side of the fence, but it's and really, we know, nice. it, we know it, but you know, yeah, it. Yeah, right. Yeah, of course you do. You know what I mean? Cause uh, you're probably getting slammed with phone calls like all day, every day enough, you know, like, <laughs> it must be a nightmare. Um, but you know, the, the great thing to hear that is that actually, if you do put thought into offering some really valuable insight from a tech side to the market, then there are people like you out there, obviously that want this, these marginal gains and this knowledge because you know you you want to be an expert in your sector because you want to you know drive forward and be successful or whatever else drives your life you know i i don't meet that many people who kind of get out of bed in the morning going like you know I, yeah i don't want to do anything today i'm, I'm not bothered you know I'm, I'm just not interested in anything <laughs> it's rare isn't it i think it most is, people want to do something valuable with their lives which means like you said earlier can that continual development you know that that driving things forward so it's great to know that when i when i join segmentify and it genuinely is a groundbreaking solution i said groundbreaking there that's kind of interesting so it's groundbreaking i, was gonna um, say, I know there's a lot of baking yeah. going on at home at the moment yeah, there is there is yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's creeping yeah. into our lives wherever yeah. i'm about to make, absolutely i've got to make some flapjacks soon actually reminds me but um <laughs> you know yeah, it, it, it's, it, it really is. And, and the fantastic thing is, as you were talking about data, is that we, we too actually plug GA straight into the back of Segmentify. And then we take that information and we build it in our own dashboard to prove to clients that we aren't going to take a penny of your money unless we are significantly improving revenue contribution and personalization through your site. And yeah, we absolutely. therefore, you know, yeah, because nobody wants to be paying for something that they don't fully know whether it's genuinely bringing the value or not. So, you know, in the same sense that the, that everybody needs to know how data is performing uh, or, or at least understanding data, we are having to do, we want to do that, you know, in, in a massive way for our, for our customers before anything else, because a proof of concept or an AB split test against the incumbent supplier, people love it. They're like, well, you're telling me, we don't need to part with any cash whatsoever. You're coming along. You're setting it up. You're doing the test. It's 14 days or 30 days. And at the end of that, only then, if we see, you know, gobsmacking sort of, you know, uplifts in X, Y, and Z KPIs, are we even going to start talking to you about anything else? And it's just proven to be such a fantastic position to be in because we literally have to say, well, we can't be in business unless we're doing something powerful to change the landscape in terms of, improvement of personalization you know um so that that is 
I think very kind of in keeping with what you're talking about. And the fact that I can go out to breakfast or webinars or things like this and say that um, is really refreshing place to be. Definitely. No, I'm not alone. You know, yes, you won't get huge numbers, but you'll get a few, you, you'll get a few keen people. And, and you know, it's all yeah, about, absolutely. Uh, you know, yeah. again, I've sort of yeah. said sowing the seed and it is, that's what it's all about. Absolutely. Uh, getting to know people yeah. and, and yeah. getting comfortable with it. And absolutely. Go. So yeah, um, totally. you know, like bottom line, you've got to have a good product. It's like whether you're Olo and Jacob or Segmentify, it actually doesn't really matter. The first step of the ring is you, you don't, you can't go out there if you're peddling, you know, you've got to have something quality. But after that, you know, the world's your uh, oyster, really. And I think However, you touched, like you said, being creative. Yeah, you, you touched upon a really good point there. And I think going back to what I was saying earlier about, you know, the, the new trading period that we're, we're coming into as, as a world yeah. and as a UK, I think tools that we use will come under more scrutiny and will we as e-commerce owners and website owners will demand mm. more from them. Um, yeah. You know, I was even though I was a short tenure at NJ, you know, we, we were already challenging. I was there and I was brought in to challenge a lot of the stuff that was already there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we were already going through an RFP stage. Um, so, yeah, and I think that's what everybody should be doing. Everybody should be taking a, a look at what they're doing and going back and saying, do you know what success looks like? And is this meeting what you want it to do? And more importantly, can it do better? Um, yeah. And that's quite a difficult question. Can it do better? How do I know it can do better? So that's where you guys, you know, platforms like yourself, that's where you can really come in and help answer those questions a little bit. And that's yeah. what, as an e-commerce, I'd be looking at. I, I'm always out there saying, mm. how can you bring something new to the table and mm. do better than, than what I'm, where I can take it to? So that, there's, there's a challenge. No, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, if you were to sort of boil down a basic set of tech then that you think would, in terms of your expertise in trying to take that approach of conversion led design you know understanding your segments and you know trying to maximize all that if you were to say to me look you know we need top in terms of like bucket not necessarily supply and name but like in terms of the stuff that is is critical that you would use to try and do all that what would you what would you recommend yeah it's a tricky question but it's a good question um for me, and I think a lot of people, a lot of e-commerce owners will have their own opinion yeah. on this. So, right, so yeah, right. this is very, very much yeah. my, my little go-to tool set sure. in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big fan of collecting customer feedback. And you right. can do that in a number of ways. Um, you can do it in a really expensive, complicated way, or you can do it in a really, really cheap way. Um, yeah. One of my little cheap go-to tools, and it is cheap, is something called Feedbackify. And it's a little tab that sits on the right-hand side of, of your website. Yeah. And it captures that in the moment feedback because actually people do love to tell you when things aren't working or it's, or they're not working the way they expect them to. So mm-hmm. you have to have pretty thick skin with one of those tools because 95% yeah. of what you're going to get told is people telling you they don't like something or something doesn't work. But actually yeah. that is so, you know, I've run that tool successfully uh, in mm-hmm. some, you know, some big commercial environments. I ran it at, um, when I was at the gym group, I ran it while I was at uh, oh, yeah. Gatwick Airport too. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the feedback I had and, and the sort of the quick learning, I, I could see a trend and it's about the trend. You know, you can't react to everybody's individual requirements, but if you start to see a trend, you, you then very quickly think, okay, I've got to deal with this. I've got a particular segment of people or cohort of users who yeah. can't do something. And, yeah. and that therefore should go back to your, 
you know your CRO hypothesis building. Obviously, if there's something broken yeah. and it's a bug, then go fix it. You can put it on yeah, a yeah. bug list. Yeah. If it's something a little bit more generic, then you know that should be at the top of your CRO priority list, and that's also another area of, of stuff's coming mm-hmm. in. So, mm-hmm. and I take stuff one step further. Session recording, I think, is another really underused tool. Um, I love session recording tools, and there are lots out there. Um, you've got Massflow, yeah. Session Cam, Tea Leaf, uh, and a whole Cliptail, and a whole load of others to, to talk of. Um, yeah. Hotjar is another very popular one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, use it. Use it well. It, it, mm-hmm. it can be hard work, and you kind of look at it and you think, God, I've just recorded 2,000 record user recordings. How the hell do I kind of find a needle in a haystack? But you'll yeah. get used to what you look for. You know, you. You know, yeah. look for the ones that don't convert look for the journeys that that take longer than you'd expect again refer back to your analytics and it's amazing how quickly you can filter those down and you can see where people are struggling build that next to your user feedback um whether you're collecting it through something like feedbackify or or many others quality is another really good one yeah um, or zendesk or survey monkey or blah 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 any any one of those tools that people yeah. want to yeah. want to use um yeah. uh, uh, and that really helps you build because, you know, that comes back to that sort of whole user-centered design approach as well. You know, you're, you're designing it for mm-hmm. users. You're building a site and an e-commerce platform for users. So understand yeah. where the bottlenecks are, understand where the funnels are, and, and then mm-hmm. build that against your data. So you can look at your funnel analysis and GA, understand where people are dropping off, ask mm-hmm. poignant survey questions at the right time. And you'll be amazed at what mm-hmm. what you can build in that space and time. Uh, to then go and test uh, and build and put into a sprint backlog or, or whatever, however process you want to work. Um, yeah, 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 there's some great ways of doing it. So that that's my sort of yeah. go-to. I'm also a big mm. fan of something called Browser Stack. Um, you know, because you'll get feedback from people saying it mm-hmm. doesn't work in this device or that device. Well, you know, you can't oh, yeah. just go and find your mate's phone and see if it works on 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 your mate's iPhone 10 or your old Samsung. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You, know, you want to see it, you, you want to see it directly. So th- yeah. those are my kind of go-to kind of, you know, mm-hmm. without getting into the sort of fairly dark depths of, of major platforms, but th- those are yeah, my yeah. go-to tools. Yeah. No, that's really interesting actually. Um one one thing you, you mentioned earlier on actually was a was a little bit of a, a kind of a few, few thoughts on sort of content. Um it's interesting for us actually because we at the moment, the, the machine learning platform um, operates around product. Um, but we're just about to do a beta with one of our customers with an, another um, content management kind of platform. Um, I suppose I can mention it really, Styler. Um, okay. Probably some yep. people might have mentioned, heard it before. But it's a bit like ZMags, but um, it's, a, it's a better fit for Segmentify because our 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 kind of price point, if you like, is very much towards trying to help the mid-tier type business. Yeah. Um, so we're, you know, 30-day rolling contract, a few hundred pounds a month, sort of, you know, minimum. Um, so we're not taking a well, – it can be based on rev share as well, but it, it's we're, we're not trying to, you know, um, be a very, very um, sort of expensive solution and, and try and serve everybody, if you like, you know, with this sort of superior machine learning speed that good we've got. Good marketplace. It's good market. Yeah, good market yeah, place yeah, absolutely. In, you know. yeah. And, and like you said, people are, you know, in the main, people are driven, you know, they want, they want better stuff, better than what they've got now. You know, they're always looking for those marginal gains. How do they squeeze more out of it? Because, of course, it's, it's with, with the, you know, with the kind of, with the e-commerce sector becoming, more important than ever therefore 
the need to be differentiating is going to have to be even more important as well, you know. Um, but certainly in terms of the content, it's been banded around a lot that it's really, really important. And obviously with an integration with something like Styler where all, all of a sudden now we can start personalizing content um, as well as the products, not only um, as you might see in a, you know, you might go to a blog and then you've got to go somewhere else to then look for that product or that product's been manually put there. You then follow that link and it goes to a dead page or something because it hasn't been updated. Um, so silly little things like that, which you wouldn't want to the more advanced situation where actually you're getting served a different page because you are a VIP customer segment um, and I'm getting served the bargain basement page version of that page because I'm a discount hunter and I love a bargain, you know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's true, actually. Anyway, um, so in terms we of like... Have, we all have a bargain, yeah, particularly... We do, man. Absolutely, yeah, for sure. Get, um, get your discount codes out now. I tell you, for an e-commerce person, you, you, you've got to make sure yeah. you've got your, um, oh, yeah, yeah. your discount, your, your promo yeah. codes are being used to the max. Yeah. Actually, you've reminded me, actually, have you heard of a platform called Wish? Uh, I have, yes. I mean, that seems like... And this is a little bit of a bit of a left-field comment, right? But, I mean, are they are they doing something pretty almost borderline scary for the likes of even Amazon? Like, I mean, are these guys going, you can get this straight out of China at even the fraction of the price of Amazon prices or anybody out there? And it's still being delivered within a, a reasonable time scale. Have you have you noticed this? Like, or am I just like late to the party or something? Do you know what's Do you know what's going down with that? Um, uh, yes and no, but only on very personal experience. Um, right. I, let's put it this way: I've never had a good experience from it, and that's probably oh, really? the, the safest right. way of putting yeah. it. Yeah, um, I did wonder. I think Wish probably for me and me personally, mm. my, my mm. personal opinion. Yeah, a bit wishful thinking. Uh, yeah <laughs> yeah so, yeah um yeah yeah I, i'd park that one probably yeah no it's an interesting concept i've just seen it and they're, they're the marketing side of it is slick as but i'm just thinking wow you know i mean if i mean we've everyone's been i mean i don't know i mean people naturally are going to be speaking about the likes of these big beasts like amazon and stuff and how we work to still create your niche right whilst yes. the massive beasts are there um but it's doable it's got to be doable because people are doing it you know companies are doing it and then you've got you know that this next level thing who are then coming straight out of the factory in china and trying to do it as well so i don't i just found it quite interesting but like you say there's, there's it doesn't seem i don't know much about it i just thought wow i wonder if you know um but anyway let's just see what happens with that but just just to go back to the content side i mean for you how much i suppose there's two things quickly on that like one is what is content a strategy that should be used for anybody or are certain industries you know going to be much more important than others right and the other thing then is how how would you you know use content to get you know what yeah i mean content it's a good it's another good question phil uh and content remains a challenge content's been a challenge ever since i started ever since yeah. the web started you know yeah. um i built my first commercial website 
back back in sort of 1997 and, and ever since then content has always been a challenge and some people nail it and some people don't right. producing even though we know content's important content's important mm. for seo still you know uh, and that's been yeah. around since the day um some people are lucky and have good marketing teams or good marketeers who, who can generate content easily you know i've yeah. been in i've been in environments where we've had 900 web pages of content that probably mm. never ever got surfaced and i've been into it mm. i've run websites that have had virtually no content whatsoever um yeah. it, it it remains a challenge and yes you you you've got to just plug away at it i think um you either look to a tool that can help you generate individually personalized content from an seo perspective or you just pl- you know you just plug away mm. and, and again you can apply that sort of Trello kind of seeding hypothesis idea. You know, again, you should have a sort of another vertical. Content remains a challenge for for everybody, and you've just got to work hard at it. But uh, just plug away at it, come up with ideas, build a build a small list in Trello around sort of content topics. Again, take your user feedback, see if what people are asking for. Look at SEO. You know, you can use SEO in your page search to see what people are searching for. Look at your competitors, you know, again, look for inspiration, not only in your own vertical, but but have a look Mm -hmm. to see what other people are doing outside of it. Get inspiration for where if you can is probably my best advice. And um, it's a challenge without I find content a huge challenge personally and uh, finding the right people that can do it well is, is also a challenge. Yeah. And is that so? I mean, obviously, I don't know how this stuff is done in general. I mean, is this is this do you have to like outsource? the kind of volume of content that needs to be created or can you spin it up quick in something like styler or like what do people do it's a mixed bag it's a really mixed yeah. bag i mean i've worked yeah. environments where we've had you know particularly with social now social generates almost forces yeah. you to generate content as well and yeah. good content so yeah you know a lot of people are using yeah. content from a blogging perspective so if you've got a blog mm-hmm. and you might have somebody in your team who's just keen and wants to do it or mm-hmm. I've worked in teams that, that have dedicated content writers uh, in the marketing team. And, you know, they're focused with putting together a blog a week or a blog every other week. And they their job is to go and see mm-hmm. what people are talking about and, and create content from it. So it's mm-hmm. um, it's a yeah. real mixed bag. And I, I think actually, you know, touching upon social, social is, is an area mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. actually it's where a lot of content actually should drop be stemmed from and if you want a content strategy it should be pretty heavily around your social strategy because social is about engagement and how do you engage with yeah, people absolutely through content so that, that yeah. would be my kind of hence worth in that yeah uh, and I, I just obviously that's why these agencies are out there you know um because they, their services are needed in all these different areas that we're talking yeah. about whether it's content social seo PPC and your SEO it. agency, you know, your SEO agency yeah. will probably be absolutely banging yeah. your door down for content because that's yeah. that's their kind of quick go-to, and rightly so, it's their yeah. go-to yeah. way of getting, you know, going yeah. after stuff. So yeah, you'll you'll yeah. always be forced if it's not your web, um, your e-commerce guy asking someone for content, your SEO agency yeah. will be asking for content, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's very interesting. Very interesting. So it's good that we're going down this route of um, really start to take advanced machine learning to personalized you know pages that can be served to different segments um as well as improving the journey like so that when you are when you've worked hard on that blog article or whatever it is 
and you've got that fed into the same engine, you know, in terms of the products, then you can serve the right products, make sure they're there, you know, within that journey and hopefully speed up the customer journey and make sure that you're getting that ROI on that content. Um, then because, you know, it, it can be costly, I expect, right? Yeah. And go back, you know, and I touched upon that, um, the conversion certain design and the seven aspects there. There are some yeah. really great things in there that will help you yeah. shape your content because obviously, ideally your content should be commercially focused. You know, I'm going yeah. to talk from, from people who build yeah. websites to sell stuff, you know, yeah. um, where it's not just about a blog. Ultimately there should be an end goal and end goal in most yeah. e-commerce websites is to sell something. So yeah. go and have a look at that sort of commercial conversion center design, yeah. Yeah. understand the pointers there, what you should be looking for, you know, mm. making sure your value proposition matches your campaign proposition mm. and, mm. and all these kind of things, mm. just make sure mm. you get the basics working yeah. together. Yeah. Um, across yeah. the board and you'll be amazed at how many people don't join all everything up yeah. Um, yeah. and no, the success sure. from joining it up can be can be really Absolutely. successful no it's great and that, that to me sounds like a great takeaway that, that seven seven principles of you know ccd you, you were mentioning um and it's great that there's so much crossover between you know our worlds really because you know it's a serious affair you know it's it's your it's your profession and you know Definitely. there's always a way of doing it in a in a more effective manner with continual learning exactly same from my point of view i can't sit still in terms of management leadership sales you know um particularly when it comes to thought leadership you've got to you've got to spend a lot of time on that you know um but listen exactly. i mean thank you thanks a lot for that you know it's really really interesting Pleasure. chat if, if anyone wants to get in touch with you matt just quickly let the guys know what's the best way to get in touch with you yeah, I think like everybody, uh, LinkedIn is is probably the, is without doubt the best place. So, uh, yeah. hunt me out on LinkedIn and uh, send me a connection. Brilliant. I'm usually pretty good and uh, connect to most people. Um, and, yeah. and happy to chat about this in, in any way, shape, yeah. or form. Love what I do and uh, enjoy doing it. And uh, yeah, I've worked in some, been lucky enough to work in some great uh, environments across the last few years. So, uh, you know, can give uh, sometimes some quite different aspects to things. Yeah, no, no it's, it's been really interesting for me. You know, it's been nice to bounce and stuff off you. And no, likewise, uh, you know, uh, yeah, it's been cool. And uh, and hopefully, you know, we'll we'll keep in touch and in, in a few months' time, maybe have a catch up and see how things are That's getting definitely. on. With you, you know. But as I say, I mean, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, guys, for listening. Um, and it just remains for me to say really that if you haven't done so already and you love these podcasts and you want to get involved or you want to listen to the ones that are already on um, the website or on the channels and stuff and get hold of the um, the, the new ones as they come along, um, do register at segmentify.com forward slash podcast. Um, and uh, as I say, I've been Phil K at Segmentify. Give me a shout anytime. As I say, if you want to be involved, uh, I'm Phil at segmentify.com. Any questions? Um, or, uh, or you want to be involved, give me a shout. All right, but um, take care, stay strong, and we'll speak to you soon. Put us to the test and let us prove we can drive more revenue for you. Sign up for a completely free proof of concept or split test against your current provider. Set up and optimized by our team within a few days at segmentify.com demo.